0: and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. U.S. employers added 225,000 jobs to kick off 2020. The Labor Department also says half a million people streamed into the job market in January. PNC Financial Services Group Chief Economist Gus Fauchet says The tight job market is translating to higher pay for workers.
3: Wages are up about 3% over the past year. That's above the pace of inflation. Uh, So with uh, businesses competing for workers, they're bidding up wages, and that's good news for consumers' paychecks.
2: The unemployment rate is at 3.6%. President Trump is enjoying the best job approval numbers of his presidency. White House correspondent Greg Clungston reports.
4: The Trump campaign has said that the Democrat-led impeachment process has improved the president's support from voters, and there's new polling to back that up. The president's approval rating is at 49 percent in Gallup's tracking poll, the highest rating in that poll since taking office. His approval has improved among Republicans and independents, and Americans' confidence in the economy is higher than at any point in the past two decades.
2: Greg Clugston, the White House. Also at townhall.com, more than 300,000 homes and businesses in the eastern United States are without power following a storm that left at least five people dead in the south. National Weather Service meteorologist Frank Pereira says states in the mid-Atlantic region will be getting some rain.
5: Most of the heavy rains have now moved offshore. Uh, This system is, from here on forward is expected to be mainly a uh, winter weather impact. Um, Portions of the major cities will get some light rainfall amounts, but we're not expecting anything on the order that we saw across the southeast.
2: The five storm-related deaths confirmed in Alabama, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Tennessee. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 179 points. The Nasdaq is off 14. More on these stories at townhall.com. Pack Mortgage Corp
3: DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID 128231 Equal housing lender Not licensed in all states Including New York Offer not available in Washington Call 855-657-9910 For licensing terms and restrictions
6: You see it on TV every day Global turmoil But these international events Help keep interest rates low And may even drive them lower In response We at Cash Call Mortgage Have lowered our interest rates For the new year And that's great news for homeowners If you have a current rate Above 2.99% call us to see how much you can save if you qualify we'll even pay your closing costs and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit with our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone for a free quote go to cashcallmortgage.com or call 800-299-1364 that's 800-299-1364 800-299-1364
4: Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Scott V. Black coming up next right here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. If you like what you hear on air each day, drop by and give us a like on Facebook. You'll find local news stories, free resources, contests, and info about our hosts and when you can hear them. Plus, info about our upcoming events. Let's take a look at your weather for the rest of the afternoon. Snow showers likely throughout the day. High of 27 tonight should clear up in a low of 11.
1: Hey there,
5: Twin Cities. This is Amanda. And Rob. From I on the Target Radio. Join us every Sunday evening from
4: 4 to 6 for... Your home for everything Second Amendment on I on the Target Radio.
5: Yeah, I can trust you to at least know the name of ourselves.
4: <laughs> yeah, some of that is a little bit tricky.
5: We are here on Freedom 1570. Tune in.
0: Live every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 on Freedom 1570. Ringing liberty and truth.
1: I'm
4: on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Inver Grove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. I did my research on high rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in the Santa Fe and Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So, Inver girl Funding was able to work out just a great deal. I love that about working with Invergrove Hyundai. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with.
3: Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. Choose from an amazing variety of new Hyundais and experience the incredible customer satisfaction for yourself at Invergrove Hyundai, online at invergrovehyundai.com.
1: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
7: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and welcome to a brand new month. You know, today truly is the first day of the rest of your year and the rest of your life. It's all a mindset, ladies and gentlemen. And your mind is in the right place because you are on a radio program we call an Hour of Power Give me an hour, uh, and I'll get your noggin going. You know, we believe in inspiration, education, and application. You know what inspiration is, right? To inspire people, uh, to move people. You know what application is. I want you to have something when you leave this show, something you can do different. Uh, because when all else fails, do something. If your life's not going the way you want it to, when all else fails, do something different. That's what the word repent means. Change your mind. Do something different. Turn. Uh, but the word education, interesting, because it's one of those words that has multiple meanings, like many. Uh, and I want to use uh, Einstein's definition of education. I'm not talking about the mere learning of facts. I'm not talking about impressing you with my intelligence and my knowledge. It is somewhat impressive, if I do say so myself. But what I'm talking about is the training of the mind to think. And today, we're going to call our show Your Standard. And... um, I did show a few days ago, and the word of the day was standard. And let me remind you what the word standard means. A level of quality or attainment, an idea or thing used as a measure, norm, or model in comparative evaluations. A uh, standard is an authority, authoritative principle or rule that usually implies a model or pattern for guidance by comparison with which the quality, a quantity, excellence, correctness, etc., of other things may be determined. A standard is a level of quality uh, or achievement, especially a level that is thought to be acceptable. That's the standard. That's the standard. There used to be a, a organization or a department called a, a, a Weights and Standards, where you would, uh, they would go. I got a friend of mine in Minneapolis that he sells large scales, and they have a standard. You got to make sure that they're accurate. And we've always had a standard here in America. Uh, Land of the free, home of the brave, Uh, the shining light on the hill, as Reagan would call it. And what's missing is our standard. And so today, the word of the day is flow. Flow. It's interesting. It's uh, got a lot of different terms, but of a fluid, gas, or electricity to move along or out steadily, continuously. Uh, But I don't really want to use that definition. How about this one? To go from one place to another in a steady stream. That's getting closer. Uh, how about this, the action or fact of moving along in a steady, continuous stream, you know, the, the flow of water into pond. And flow, psychology-wise, is concentrating on a task uh, is one aspect of flow. In positive psychology, a flow state, also known colloquially as being in the zone, is the mental state of operation in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus. And today I want to reference uh, Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi, a, a Russian physicist, his great book from years ago called Flow. Uh, and here's what it says on Amazon.com. Psychologist Mikhail uh, Csikszentmihalyi, famous uh, investigations of optimal experience, have revealed that what makes an experience genuinely satisfying is a state of consciousness called flow. During flow, people typically experience deep enjoyment, creativity, and a total involvement in life. In this new edition of the groundbreaking classic work, Csikszentmihalyi demonstrates the ways this positive state can be controlled, not just left to chance. Flow, the psychology of optimal experience, teaches how, by ordering the information that enters our consciousness, we can discover true happiness and greatly improve the quality of our lives. And that's what I want to talk about today. As a leader, we need to be in a flow. Matter of fact, leaders are fluid. Uh, we need to have a standard, in other words. And once we have a standard of we have a mission and a vision, once we have a standard of who we are and why we're here, once we know those ex- existential questions, then we can function in the now moment in this great state. Uh, and I'm influenced by music. You know, I'm an auditory person. And one of my favorite artists of uh, time is Carmen. Uh, Carmen's an old school a Christian artist. Uh, And he had a CD out years ago when I was in college, in the 80s, called The Standard. And one of my favorite songs is called America Again. Uh, And I want to play a clip, about a minute clip, uh, of this song called America Again uh, from the CD by Carmen called Standard. George Washington,
1: Thomas Jefferson, Samuel Adams, First Chief Justice John Jay. Names synonymous with the spirit of our country founding fathers of the USA. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain by divine call. Citing 27 biblical violations, they wrote the Declaration of Independence with liberty and justice for all. But something happened since Jefferson called the Bible the cornerstone for American liberty, then put it in our schools as a light. Or since give me liberty or give me death, Patrick Henry said, our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We eliminated God from the equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the grave, I heard the voices of our founding fathers plead, you need God in America again.
7: That's powerful. See, again, you don't need to agree with that. My standard is the Bible. We all need to have a standard of truth. I'm not saying you should have the Bible. I believe it is the standard of truth. I believe that is God's word. Uh, but I'm not here to to take anybody over the head with anything. Uh, the Bible is pretty clear. You, you share. And if people aren't interested, you kick the dust off your shoes. The Bible says you don't cast your pearl uh, among swines because they're just going to trample it under. Uh, in other words, uh, don't share what is of great value to those who don't believe it's of great value, for those who don't want it. So I'm not saying you need to have my standard. But as a leader, we need to have a standard. And right now, the standards in America are not that good. You know, leadership's a loop. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. You got to flex your pecs, leaders. And and P is about permission. You know, we give people permission through our actions. And as we look at the political environment, as we look at our leaders, as we look at politicians, uh, I mean, what is the standard of permission that we are given, right? We're giving people a chance. I mean, I was I was looking at what happened when those three, uh, Don Lemon, those people mocked uh, 60 million Americans, made fun of us because we support Donald Trump. And Trish Reagan wrote a great article called Democrats Should Be Nervous because not one Democrat has come forward. Uh, the mocking of 63 million people by Don Lemons and his group, where they're laughing out loud, mocking people who think differently. If these were people of color, if these were Obama supporters, there would be this public outrage. But now it's permissive uh, to spit on people who vote for Trump, who disown people who vote for Trump. And whether you're, you you agree with that or not, listen, someday it's going to be people who vote for Hillary or people who vote like you vote. I mean, we did this to the Jews Niemöller said, you know, first they came for the trade unionists. I didn't say anything because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then they came for a communist. I wasn't a communist, so I didn't say anything. They came for the Jews, uh, and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't say anything. But then they came for me, and then there was no one around to speak for me. So we've got to be aware of permission. E's example, a picture's worth a thousand words. And people don't need another sermon. They need a picture. What type of example as a leader are we giving to our kids, to other people? And then C is culture. And culture is the environment. Culture, and what I mean by environment, it's standards. There's that word again, the standard. Norms, acceptable behavior. And today, I want us to consider this. What is your standard? It doesn't need to be my standard. But why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again? How do you know if you had a good day? How do you know if you had a bad day? How do you know anything? Because these are standards, whether the conscious or unconscious, there are comparisons. And I did a show a couple days ago talking about this. Talk about knowing what your standard is. Because how else will we know for on course or off course? Great lives are not lived by accident. Great marriages don't happen by accident. This is the planning. And part of this is knowing what your standard is and how does it show up. How do you talk about it? How do you show it? How do you live it? How do you feel it? So well, I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Today, we're we'll talking about your standard. We'll be back
5: that's like it matters.net.
0: Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty
4: nationwide. Alexa, how do I fix a circuit breaker that keeps tripping?
6: Yeah, that sounds like something to save for the professionals. You need to call Early Bird Electric. Their expertise is troubleshooting and rewires. They're offering a free service call with purchased repair. Get same-day service and a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Early Bird Electric. Call
7: 612-THE-BIRD. Early Bird Electric. 612-THE-BIRD.
5: You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private
6: Christian school for 50% off their first year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
7: welcome back to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application and today on like it matters radio we're working on getting you focused on what is your standard that's what the the title of today's show is and why do we need to have a standard because we need to have measuring sticks we need to have markers if you will We need to know if we're on course or off course. And by having a standard, it's one of the key pieces. You know, we got to know those existential questions. Who are we? Why are we here? What's our purpose? Uh, If today was our last day on this planet, uh, did it matter one bit that we were given the gift of life? What impact did we make? What difference did we make? And when we have those questions answered... Uh, And then we understand our standards, right? Our standards are acceptable behaviors, norms, uh, those things. When those things are all aligned, then we get in what's called a flow. And that is what today's word of the day is, flow. And again, I I use lots of different definitions, you know, uh, to go from one place to another in a steady stream. The action or fact of moving along in a steady, continuous stream Uh, Steady continuous stream of something, isn't that great? Of something. Or how about this one, to move in one direction, especially continuously. Uh, And under psychology, it means concentrating on a task is one aspect of flow, but in positive psychology, a flow state, also known colloquially as being in the zone, is the mental state of operation in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus, full involvement, and enjoyment in the process of activity. Who doesn't want that? And uh, Mikhail high Russian physicist, wrote a great book I read years ago called Flow. Uh, and Amazon.com uh, says this. Uh, You have heard uh, about how a musician loses herself in her music, how a painter becomes one with the process of painting. In work, sport, conversation, or hobby, you have experienced yourself the suspension of time, the freedom of complete absorption in activity. This is, quote, flow. An experience that is at once demanding and rewarding, an experience that Michele, Michele Csikszentmihalyi demonstrates uh, is one of the most enjoyable and valuable experiences a person can have. The exhaustive case studies, controlled experiments, and innumerable references to historical figures, philosophers, and scientists through the ages proves Csikszentmihalyi's point that flow is a singularly productive and desirable state. But the implications for its application society are what make the book revolutionary. And you've heard on my radio show, last week we had two shows where we had graduates come in after the class. And every week, the following week after I do a leadership training, and you go to likeitmatters.net to read about that, I have graduates. And you hear how tough it is. You hear how challenging it is. You hear how it changed their life. You hear how it was just 48 hours, but it seemed like two weeks. You hear that it was one of the most intense and challenging and most gratifying experience of their life. Why? Because of what I'm doing on this radio show right now. Because when we know who we are, When we know why we're here, when we know whose we are, when we know why we get up each day, do what we do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again and again, and that's an important conjunction, and we have a standard. And when those are working together, then we can be fluid as a leader. How can we be fluid as a leader? Because we're in a state of flow. But what's missing for those people, besides the existential questions, is they don't have a standard. And for those that know me, know my standard is the word of God. You may like it, may not like it. You might not agree with it. It doesn't matter. I'm just telling you that is my standard. And you need to have your own standard. Uh, And I I love music. If you listen to this radio show enough, you know that. Play a lot of music. Uh, We write our own music for our training. Uh, And one of my favorite artists is Carmen. And years ago, back in the 80s, I mean 30, 40 years ago, I remember my favorite CD, and I saw him in concert, was The Standard. And one of my favorite songs on there is it has a spoken word. Uh, they sings to, but called America Again. Let's go ahead and uh, play a clip of that, please. Of the
1: 55 men who formed the Constitution, 52 were active members of their church. Founding fathers like Noah Webster, who wrote the first dictionary, could literally quote the Bible, chapter, and verse. James Madison said we've staked our future and our ability to follow the Ten Commandments with all our heart. These men believed you couldn't even call yourself an American if you subvert the Word of God. In his farewell address, Washington said you can't have national morality apart from religious principle, and it's true. Because right now we have nearly 150,000 kids carrying guns to these war zones we call public schools. In the 40s and 50s, student problems were chewing gum and talking. In the 90s, rape and murder are the trend. The only way this nation
7: can even hope to last this decade is put God in America again. See, that's what the standard of our country used to be. You know, the founding fathers all believed in the God of the Bible. Now, they believed, uh, uh, they were deists. If you don't know what a deist is, a deist is, uh, some of them, not all of them. Some of them were deists. And what a deist is, is they believe that God, there is a God, and he, and he hits the play button, and then he basically backs off. You know, he's not uh, involved in the minutiae, in the minute details of our lives. Now, that's not the God of the Bible that we know. Uh, we have the gift of the internet. We can study the Greek, the Hebrew, the Aramaic, the uh, Syriac, you know, right? The original languages that the New and Old Testament were written in. So we can find deeper meaning, deeper understanding if we choose to. But you know, I understand the founding fathers uh, had a standard for this country. That's why we have documents called the Constitution, called the Bill of Rights, called the Declaration of Independence, uh, called the Magna Carta. And these are standards. You know, the other day I I told you a story that I heard uh, Philip de Corsi, uh, one of my favorite pastors, and he was talking about, I think he was in Spain, and he uh, was on a, you know, vacation sightseeing tour, and he wanted to go to the stadium where Real Madrid, I guess they're a soccer team, I'm not much into soccer, plays. And so he went there, and he was walking around and seeing all these plaques about these famous people from the past. Uh, and it was in Spanish or Portuguese, a different language than he spoke. And so he would look at all these plaques and see this this one phrase similar on each plaque. And he finally asked somebody what that meant. And he said, it's, the, the, the translator said, the legend lives on. The legend lives on. Don't you hear it? It's the standard. That's what that is. It's a standard. And America has always had a standard, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution. You know, we the people, not we the government. Uh, and the standard used to be that we had public servants, people that would donate their time, that you'd be paid less as a as a government official, uh, but you would donate your time. It's uh, It's giving back. But again, that standard changed a long time ago, right? Now we got people like Maxine Waters who been there for 30 years. Uh, uh, you know, you got people like uh, Nancy Pelosi, 32 years. Uh, right? We were looking at this whole impeachment uh, shim-sham shift show, you know. Uh, and all these people were there uh, when Bill Clinton was being impeached. And they were saying the opposite things of what they're saying now. Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff. Lifelong politicians. And if you do the research... When they came into government work, they were paupers. They had no money. And now they're the ruling elite. They're wealthy. Millionaires, 100 millionaires. What about the emollient clause for them that you can't uh, uh, enrich yourself by being in government office? All those people do. A bunch of hypocrites. The standard today in America is do what I say, not what I do. The standard today in America for our politicians is I have one standard for Donald Trump and another standard for everybody else. And whether you like Trump or not doesn't matter. What matters is there should be standards. And what about you? What are your standards? You need to know your standards because we all have these hidden comparisons. You know, think about this. How do you know if something's good or bad? How do you know something's right or wrong? How do you know if you're having a successful day or not? How do you know if you had a successful year or not? How do you know what does a successful year look like, sound like, feel like? How do you know something's a lie, right? I want you to really process this question. How do you know something's a lie? That's a fair question. And the only answer you can give that's a logical, true answer is that you compare it to the truth. But here's the question. Where do you get your truth? Truth is not relative. It's not. Now, we can make certain things that we call truth. Is it true you had a good day? Well, you could say, no, I didn't really have a good day. And then I could ask you some questions and make you reconsider and say, well, yeah, I guess I did have a good day. And you might call that truth, but I'm I'm talking about real truth. You know, real truth is not relative. Two plus two equals four. I don't care if you're using Eastern logic or Western logic. I don't care if you're in China, Russia, the Middle East. I don't care what your first language is and what your secondary language is. Don't you get it? That's true for all people. Two plus two equals four. And that is true. And so you've got to know, what are you comparing your life to? What are your comparisons? Because that's what we do. I mean, the end of our lives, we compare our lives to other people. And that's why you got to be careful of good enough. If you're not consciously aware of what your standard is, what you'll do, like a lot of people do, is you'll pick someone who's a lot worse than you are. You pick someone who's living a terrible life. And you say, well, at least I'm not doing that. Well, at least we're not doing that. And I got to be honest with you, leaders, when you got to go to the at least I'm not dot, 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 you're living good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough for tenure, good enough. And I'm going to tell you right now, your family deserves better than good enough. You deserve better than good enough. Our country needs good enough and our God demands good enough. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Believe it or not, both parties agreed on something in Washington, and it was the same week that the president was impeached. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike to find out the immediate implications for you and your loved ones due to the passing of the Secure Act in December. If you have an IRA, 401k, or any other retirement plan, there are changes and planning opportunities. To find out more, listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them at 855 231 6010. What do basketball, choir,
6: drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities. They're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
5: That's like net.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And boy, today I'm really wanting to stir you up. I'm not only wanting to inspire you, because that's one of our key words. I'm not only wanting to give you something that you can do today that will make today different than yesterday, but I want to educate you. And again, by educating, I'm not being condescending. I'm not better than you. I'm not smarter than you. What I mean by education, I do not mean the learning of facts, getting you ready to to win money on Jeopardy. I mean the training of our mind to think. You know that's part of the show. That's why you should block off an hour of power every day. Uh, your noodle, your noggin, your brain is the one organ you have that never has to deteriorate. It has unlimited plasticity. It can grow and stretch. And boy, there's a lot of fancy schmancy people on this radio pro- show after me. You got Dana Lash. Uh, boy, she'll get you thinking. You got Ben Shapiro. I really like Ben. He's a he has an interesting way of approaching things intellectually. And then uh, the great one, Mark Levin you know, uh, after me, and boy, if your noodle and noggin isn't working, uh, you know, he'll get on you, man. I like Mark, but man, he's intimidating even to me, Uh, you know, and I agree with the majority of what he says, and I wouldn't call into his show because, you know, so my job is like the uh, third, uh, you know, when you're in high school and you have seven periods or six periods and, uh, you know, the third class or fourth class right before lunch or right after lunch is gym class. You know, you run around. You get the blood flowing. You get yourself ready uh, to function at a high level. That's what this class, this show. Uh, is about. And so if you're missing the show, go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, and if you truly want to live your life like it matters, uh, go to likeitmatters.net uh, and sign up for one of my two and a half day intensives. And I promise you the most powerful two and a half days that will forever change your life. Give me 48 hours uh, and I'll give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours uh, and I'll help you see a new marriage. Give me 48 hours. And I'll help you start fresh to draw that line in the sand uh, and create a great up until now uh, and make today the first day of the rest of your life. And as leaders, we need to get into flow. That's the word of the day. Flow, the action or fact of moving along in a steady, continuous stream, a steady, continuous stream of something uh, to move in one direction, especially continuously, right? Right. And I've been referencing the, the book I read years ago, highly recommend it, uh, by Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi, uh, called Flow. A couple of quotes from the book Flow. Control of consciousness determines the quality of life. Um, uh, here's a good one. Most enjoyable activities are not natural. They demand an effort that initially one is reluctant to make. But once the interaction starts to provide feedback to the person's skills, it usually begins to be intrinsically rewarded. And this is so powerful, this last quote here. Uh, Contrary to what we usually believe, moments like these, the best moments in our lives, are not the passive, receptive, relaxing times. Although such experiences can also be enjoyable. If we have worked hard to attain them, sorry, it could be enjoyable if we worked hard to attain them. The best moments usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult or worthwhile. Let me pause there. That's what we do in Leadership Awakening. That's what we do in Leadership Adventure. That's why you hear people come on this show after they've been through my class a week earlier say, wow, the most incredible 48 hours of my life. That's why I've trained for companies like Coca-Cola, Kraft, Nabisco, the Army, uh, the U.S. Military, American Express. Uh, you know, we, we that's why Corps Builders out of Sacramento, one of the greatest places to work in Sacramento, sends all their people to our class. Well, we're having a class April in Sacramento. I think they got 10 people in there. 10 people. Uh, I don't know. They're over a $50 million company and, and built their training by going through our training. Uh, you got a Molded Fiberglass Group. You've heard Alan Fincham and some of the other people. We've had about 20 people of theirs go through us in the last year. And you've heard there people on here. You got the car medic, who for 22 years uh, we've been working. They these these people sign up for a franchise, paint free dent repair, uh, and then they come to my training. They start their eight weeks of training in their new career, their new business in leadership awakening. Why? Because I get them into a flow, this state that we're talking about. Remember, and I said pause said, uh, is something that we might happen. For a child, it could be placing uh, with trembling fingers the last block on a tower she has built, higher than any she has built so far. For a swimmer, it could be trying to beat their own record. For a violinist, uh, mastering an intricate musical passage. For each person, there are thousands of opportunities, challenges to expand ourselves. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I do this training. But in order for you to get into that flow, in order for you to be a leader, you've got to have a standard. That's the key. And and that standard combined with those critical existential questions of who you are, why you're here, uh, whose you are. And if you don't identify those, if you don't step back from the rat race of life, life is busy. We're running to and fro. We never have enough time. But you know what, we have the same amount of time as Mother Teresa, same amount of time as Jesus Christ, same amount of time as Thomas Edison, same amount of time as Ben Franklin. It's just what we do with our time. So you need to know your standard. I, I talk about you know Carmen, one of my favorite artists, uh, old school Christian. But one of my favorite CDs, and when I was a kid uh, in the college, it uh, was The Standard. And I saw him in concert at the Thomas and Mack Center, one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. And I've been playing a little bit of a song called America Again because I truly believe that uh, America needs to go back to its roots. And those roots are roots of faith, not racism, uh, not all this other stuff. Stop making up stuff. No one's perfect and no country's perfect. We all have flaws and America has flaws. And uh, we have the redeeming qualities as well. So I'm going to play a clip for you from one of my favorite songs by Carmen called America Again.
1: Abe Lincoln said the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. So when you eliminate the word of God from the classroom and politics, you eliminate the nation that word protects. America is now number one in teen pregnancy and violent crime. Number one in illiteracy, drug use, and divorce. Every day a new holocaust of 5,000 unborn die, while pornography floods our streets like open sewers. America's dead and dying hand is on the threshold of the church, while the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah vex us all. When it gets to the point where people would rather come out of the closet than clean it, it's the sign that judgment of God is going to fall. If there's ever been a time to rise up church, it's now, and as the blood-bought saints of the living God proclaim that it's time to sound the alarm from the church house to the White House and say, we want God in America again.
7: See? That's what we need to stand. And if you don't believe in the Bible, that's okay. I mean, I used to be in love with my country. I bled red, white, and blue. Patriotic. I mean, I I collected eagles because they represented America to me. I had thousands of eagles. I had all these, uh, you know, uh, flag ties. I, I bled red, white, and blue. I was at every rally, every demonstration, but My God left my country. So I'm not in love with America anymore because my God did leave my country. And my country tells me as a white male, everything's my fault. My country tells me that God has no place unless you're talking about the God of Islam. But don't say the word Jesus Christ and don't call on the Bible because that's not nice. You got to have a standard. And for many hundreds of years, our standard was the Word of God. Our standard was the Bill of Rights. Our standard was the Declaration of Independence. Our standard was the U.S. Constitution. And just a couple of years ago, uh, people on the left, all those people who hate Trump, were burning down anything that had to do with the Constitution. were are taking out statues of the Founding Fathers. And now, when we can cloak ourselves in it and use it to our advantage to destroy the orange man in the White House... Now we're all constitutional scholars, right? See, we got to take control of what's going on ahead because we're being played, player. So we got to get. See, majority of our experience is unconscious, and when you understand that, you realize that Wall Street, you know, knows how to manipulate you. Uh, Marcus Street knows how to manipulate you. Politicians know how to manipulate you. They are the masters of manipulation. I mean, they're in office for thirty, forty years, supposedly being public servants and becoming wealthy and passing laws that apply to everybody but them and have one standard. Do you realize, unlike Hillary Clinton, if you had a hard drive under subpoena for information and you bleach blit it and you cleaned it off, you'd go to prison. Do you realize, unlike James Comey, that if you leaked confidential information, secret information, you'd go to prison? Do you understand, unlike Adam Schiff, That if you get up in front of a congressional body and lie, uh, you'd go to jail. But they pass laws, and they hold everybody else to a standard. Don't you hear the word? A standard that they don't hold themselves to. And ladies and gentlemen, the good book says it is appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. What God's saying is once you die, then he will take your standard of your life based on how you lived it and compare it to his standard. And there's only two judgment seats to stand before God, the white throne judgment God, which means your standard is your works, thinking that you can be good enough, or should I say you're not as bad as some other people. Not a good place to be. There's only one outcome for every single person that stands in front of that uh, white throne judgment God, and it's not good. And there's another uh, judgment seat of God called the bema seat. That's for those that have accepted what the Bible says uh, is confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he has risen. And then his righteousness covers you. And then you'll be standing in front of something like uh, the bema seats like an Olympic judge. You know, the Olympic judge decides who gets the bronze, gold, and silver. Doesn't decide who's in the Olympics. They're already there. But it decides the rewards. And so you got to know what your standards are. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? You need to go someplace to check out the rat race of life to help you figure this out. I'd love to be the one to do that. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you get your focus in the right place. I am Mr. Black. You're under construction. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar.
1: legendary service install and repair we'll fix anything with legendary care
5: to make sure you have heat all winter long blue ox heating and air is offering you a legendary 49 dollars furnace cleaning a fully trained and certified blue ox technician will clean your furnace and make sure it's running efficiently if it needs repair the tune-up fee counts toward the cost also ask about the blue ox no breakdown guarantee certain restrictions apply please see dealer for details Take
0: Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests and more, all from
4: the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training.
3: The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process The tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values.
4: Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio, like it matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about the standard. The standard. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know your standard, then how do you know who you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to show up? That's why those existential questions are so important. The existential questions are, who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? What difference did it make? And you got to know that standard, because otherwise you'll never know Uh, If you've had a good day or a bad day, you'll never know uh, uh, how well you're doing. Uh, And if you don't know how well you're doing, then how can you do better? Or how can you say if you've done good enough? You need to have a standard. And when you have that standard and you have those existential questions answered, then you can be fluid. And leaders, we need to be fluid. You know, it's not always a straight line. But when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot easier. And when you know why you're here... Uh, then you can sometimes get off course and get right back on course. When you have a mission and a vision, you know, why you're here, uh, what you're supposed to do and where you're going, all those things then you can get in what Me High called a flow, where you can get out of your head and be fully present. Why do you need to be fully present? So you can see and need, meet to need. We got hurting people. You know, like Jesus said, I came to set the captors free to, uh, to get those that are in prison out. Why are you here? you got to know why you're here. Are you here to set the captors free? Are you here to make an impact? I know why I'm here. I'm here to help people maximize the potentials they were created with. That's why a, a lot of times, a lot of things I do, I, I'm not paid for. I'm not. I want to help people maximize the potentials. I want to stand before God someday and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's my standard. But I gotta be honest with me, uh, honest with you. There are there are standards I see out there when I'm dealing with people. There are standard truths, and I call them HR 101. One thing you'll learn uh, is hurting people hurt people. Pain's part of life, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Pain can be a great motivator because when something hurts a lot, you move away from it. You do something different. And I've met 20,000 people intimately, walked through my two-and-a-half-day intensives with them. And I'm going to tell you, we all have pain, differing degrees, different levels. And I really believe one of the keys to life is what do you do with your pain? Do you use it as a, to be a victim? Some of us have been victimized, but don't make yourself a victim. You're taking behavior or activity that you did or someone else did to you and attaching it to your identity. You're making your past dictate your future. You basically misfiled your past into your future. Not acceptable. John MacArthur has one of my favorite quotes on this. He says you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. Pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. Most people take their pain and they use it to hurt other people, not consciously. It's an unconscious pattern. Why does a dog return to his vomit? Why does a dog bark? Because it's a dog. Why does a cat meow? Because it's a cow. And the good book says a dog returns to his vomit and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire because that's what those creatures do. And as human creatures, we take our pain and when someone pushes on us, we hurt other people. Hurting people hurt people. You can ban guns, but I'm going to be honest with you, if you're going to take me out, Please put a bullet in my head. Please don't chop me up. Please don't poison me over six months. Put a bullet in me. You know, you can remove all the items, but hurting people are still going to hurt people. We'll take our cars and drive down the sidewalk and run people over. We'll poison them. That's just who we are. It's what we do. However, we can make a conscious choice and take our pain. And use it to help people. To have empathy. To seek first to understand and then be understood. To walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. To apply the golden rule. To treat others as we would like to be treated ourselves. And actually the platinum rule is above that. To treat other people the way they desire to be treated. But it takes Courage. Because the standard today is you mock people you don't agree with. The standard today uh, is if you don't like Trump, then you attack everybody that supports him. The standard today, I don't care if you're a little kid at a rally, if you're wearing a um, red MAGA hat, you attack them, you spit on them. If they're at a restaurant, you shout them down, you don't let their family enjoy their dinner. If they're president, then you don't accept the outcome of the election. And you do everything you can for three years to set him up, to spy on him, to do everything you can to destroy him and his family. Boy, I bet Trump wishes his last name was Biden. Boy, I bet Trump wishes his last name was Clinton. You want to talk about white privilege? Man, there's a couple names for you. But somehow they're above that. stunning. Stunning hypocrisy. That's why the show is all about uh, education. Again, not the learning of mere facts. Robots do that. The training of the mind to think. And by the way, artificial intelligence does that too. But it takes courage. And one thing I learned about courage a long time ago, it's only applicable. It only shows up in the presence of fear by definition. Courage needs fear. And yet a lot of people are afraid to step out of their comfort zone. And remember, we have three zones in life. We have the comfort zone, but it's not really comfortable at all. It's just familiar, familiar pain. And there's a lot of people comfortably going to hell. A lot of us feel comfortable, you know, sharing our money sometimes and, and doing good activity. But we're doing it because we feel guilty. We're doing it for our own glory. And unless we're doing it in the name of Jesus, this is my standards, what the good book says, then all you're doing is you're making people's life on this planet a little bit better as they're going to hell. It's kind of like you see these cattle going to a slaughterhouse. And some cattle in a beaten up old truck, and they're shaking around, the wind blowing them, there's no air conditioning, they're stopping, starting. These animals are going through a bad journey as they're going to a slaughterhouse. But you can take those cows and put them in an air conditioning thing and make sure they have nice suspension, and those cows will be cool and calm and no bumps at all. But guess what? They're still getting their heads cut off. And some of us are just making it more comfortable for people to get their heads cut off. It takes courage. And that means to step out in the zone of fear. And beyond that zone of fear is called panic. It takes courage versus strength. See, it takes strength to be firm, but it takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to conquer. It takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain. It takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in, it takes courage to stand out It takes strength to feel a friend's pain, it takes courage to feel your own pain It takes strength to endure abuse, it takes courage to stop it It takes strength to stand alone, it takes courage to lean on another It takes strength to love, but it takes courage To be loved. It takes strength to survive. It takes courage to live. And we don't need stronger people in this country. Vin Diesel and The Rock and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Strong people. And I'm not downplaying them. I like all three of those people. But courage is different. Courage is intestinal fortitude. Courage is functioning outside your comfort zone. And challenging what the world says today is good and right. Man, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta do some things different. America's on a dark path. And we can't allow precedent because one of those standards, HR one oh one, is any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. And please, you gotta vote these Democrats out of office, whether you agree with them or not, because what they're doing is they're setting up a precedent. That'll forever destroy this country. It's something to think about. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Have some courage. Go to like it matters dot See you in class.
1: service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary
5: care. Is your plumbing in need of repair? Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains. Now get $72 off any repair or installation from Paul Bunyan. If your faucet isn't flowing or your toilet isn't flushing, get it fixed today. A fully trained and certified Paul Bunyan technician will come to your home and make sure your plumbing is working correctly, and you'll save $72 off the cost. Certain restrictions apply. Please see dealer for details. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay Discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines.
4: 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091.
2: That's 800-708-3091.
5: Ringing Liberty.